0: Hi, welcome to the sixth edition of our leadership series. And today I am looking at the subject of followership, followership. So the title is followership, the other side of leadership. You know, every great leader is a follower of a greater leader. For us as leadership coaches, our focus have always been on how to develop great leaders. But you see, you cannot develop a great leader without developing a great follower. Because great leaders are the products of great followers. Take for instance, the Apostle Peter was a great follower of Jesus. And that was why he emerged as a very great leader who pioneered the birth of the New Testament church even though the, the best of the New Testament church was, was done by Jesus, who said, I'll build my church. But we saw Peter playing a very important role in that because Peter himself was called to follow Jesus. And as a result of following Jesus, he had developed very powerful and excellent leadership skills. You see, your leadership skills will have to be sharpened and your leadership character will have to be shaped Your leadership skills will have to be sharpened and your leadership's character will have to be shaped for you to become a great leader. But this only happens when you are a good follower. It happens through the followership process. Today, I want to take my time and teach you on followership. And like I've said before, followership is the other side of leadership. So leadership is like a coin. The other side of leadership is followership. What it means is that you cannot be a good leader without being a good follower. The two move together. So what then is followership? And I have a very long definition here. Now I want you to take your time and go through this definition with me. It is a continuous leadership growth process where a leader or a potential leader improves on his or her leadership skills by committing resources. These resources can be time, money, skills, expertise, knowledge, etc., to the assignment of another leader of higher position. You see, it is like apprenticeship. You want to be a good mechanic? You have to be an apprentice of an experienced mechanic to be able to become even a better and a greater mechanic than the one who taught you mechanics. That is how it is done, and that's how leadership is. I am, by the grace of God, always involved in a lot of construction. And I've seen people come to the construction site as laborers. After two, three years, they have become um, messings, and they also get a group of laborers who follow them, and they keep building, and they keep building, and they keep building, and you end up meeting this person several years later, and it's a contractor who is working on major projects. Because the key to growing as a leader is to follow another leader who is better than you. But followership is a journey. And every journey must have a road map. And here I present to you the followership roadmap. and it's a case study of the relationship between Elijah and Elisha, where Elijah was the leader and Elisha was the follower. Now, this road map is taken from 2 Kings chapter 2 from the verse 1 to the verse 14. Take your time and study this scripture. And you will learn a lot of things, backed by this roadmap that I want to share with you right now. So, Elijah was a great prophet of God. And Elisha wanted to learn from this great prophet of God. So, he started a journey with him. And this journey gives us a followership roadmap. Their journey started from a place called Gilgal. It will be 2nd Kings chapter 2 from verse 1 to 14. From a place called Gilgal. What is significant about Gilgal? Now Gilgal, according to Joshua chapter five, was a place where God instructed the Jews to circumcise themselves. In other words, to cut a foreskin of the male private part or the male genitalia, where they circumcised themselves. Gilgal was a place of circumcision. So a followership journey Going by what happened between Elijah and Elisha, the followership journey must always begin from Gilgal, a place of circumcision. But hey, circumcision has gone just beyond just cutting the foreskin of the male genitalia. It now goes to the heart, where the Bible commands us not to just circumcise our foreskin, but to circumcise the heart. In Ezekiel 36 and verse 20, 6. The Bible talks about another form of circumcision, where God takes your heart of stone and gives you the heart of flesh. In other words, to be able to follow genuinely, you need a, a circumcised heart. The content of your heart will determine the character of a follower. The content of your heart determines the character of a follower. For you to be a loyal follower, because followership is a Herculean task. To be able to do that, your heart must be right. Your heart must be right. So, as a leader watching now, you need to follow another leader. As a leader, those who are following you, you must also determine the content of their heart. And you must also determine the content of your heart as you follow other leaders. From Gilgal, the next place in the followership journey is... Bethel, Bethel is the place of encounter. You remember in Genesis twenty-eight, is the story of Jacob having an encounter with God that actually changed his life. In the case of Elijah and Elisha, the next place they left and went after Gilgal was Bethel, a place of encounter. You can never follow well if you have not had an encounter with God and you believe that God has told you to follow a certain leader, a certain pastor, a certain secular leader, If you are not called by God to do it and you are not convinced God has told you to do it, I've always said to people around me that working for me is not a job, it's a ministry. God should have told you go and work for this man or you came looking for a job but starting the job, God would have told you this is a ministry. With that having that understanding, you cannot follow faithfully. You need encounters with God. God must speak to you about your followership desires. The next place Elijah and Elisha went was Jericho. Jericho has a special place in the Bible. In Joshua chapter 6, Jericho is the place where God gave some very strange instructions. These people, the group of people led by Joshua, the Israelites led by Joshua, have crossed the Red Sea. They have conquered nations. They have conquered even the almighty Pharaoh in Egypt. Now they get to Jericho, and now God says to them, Go around the walls of Jericho seven days. and on the seventh day, seven times. The question is, if they could do, if on the seventh day they should go around it seven times, why was God asking them that every day they should go once? Well God, why didn't God say to them, on that same day, go seven times and finish the work? Why would even God ask them to go around the walls when God could have just sent a strong wind to break down the walls like he did when he sent a strong wind to open the Red Sea? Why would God do that? Because you see, God sometimes wants us to learn how to take instructions, whether it makes sense or not. But you see, you cannot take instructions from the people you, you follow until number one, there's a circumcised heart in Gilgal, and number two, there's an encounter at Bethel before you can take instructions. Because sometimes the instructions you'll be told, you'll be given, might not make sense. But as a follower, you must learn how to take those instructions. Like they say in the military, obey before complain. It's going to be difficult to do it if you don't have a circumcised heart and you have not had an encounter with God. The next place was Jordan. In Elijah and Elijah's journey was Jordan. It was a place of the double portion. A place where Elijah was taken up to heaven in the wild wind, was in his mantle, which Elisha had been looking for, fell upon Elisha. And Elisha received a double portion. And Elisha did twice what Elijah did. Because he went around this journey with him, the mantle fell upon him. That was where he transitioned from being a follower to becoming a leader. You need to make this journey faithfully in order for you to be able to become a successful leader. Um, leader. But how do you make this journey? There are seven things you must have, seven keys you must have if you want to be a very successful follower. Number one is leaving. When Jesus called Peter, he left everything to follow him. What are the things you must leave to follow? Leave your price. Don't count the cost. Leave your price. Don't say that if I should be paid this way. No. Leave people, because people will talk a lot. Leave your past. Leave your pocket. Don't come in there for money. And leave pessimism. If you don't trust the person you are following, don't follow. Number two is listening. If you don't have the capacity to take instructions and to listen, don't follow. Remember, my ship listening to my voice. Number three, learning. You must learn from the person you are following. Because the person will teach you new things. I'm the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. You must learn new things about the person you are following. Number four, leadership. You must believe in the leadership of the person you are following. If you don't believe in the the person you are following, why are you following? Number five, loyalty. Followership requires that you are loyal to the person you are following. Number six, label. John chapter 10 verse 3. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep listening to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and lead them out. What name does the person you are following call you? Does the person call you a good person or a bad person? Does he say you're a good person? We all have names for the people who follow us. Sometimes we say this is a very destroyer person. This is a bad person. Sometimes we say this is a good person. This is a very loyal person. What name does the person you are following call you? Remember, in followership, a good name is better than riches. Then finally, love. If you don't love the person you are following, you cannot be a successful follower. Put aside your opinion. Love the person and be a great follower. Remember, followership creates a pathway to great leadership. It's a journey. Take it and take it well. Make the journey and make it well. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope it's been a blessing to you. I look forward to seeing you again in this series, especially the seventh series. God bless you. Thank you for joining me. Bye-bye.